Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Zite gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first class luxury meets world class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this very special year-end holiday prestige casting episode of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into American shared consciousness, and our team is now uh, taking a little break. So we are uh, recording year-end episodes way back in... We're recording this one on December 11th, little peek behind the curtain, and Miles isn't feeling well, but uh, we've got an amazing roster. Uh, my name's Jack O'Brien, and I'm thrilled to be joined by today's special guest co-host, super producer, the inventor of prestige casting, the inventor of Honest Streaming Corner. It's Anna Hosnier! Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> <laughs> so good to see you yeah great to see you too um we're also thrilled to be joined by super producer becca ramos hello, producer hello. Victor Wright, hello. and the writer of our show mr jm mcnab hello got like a ooh, spooky <laughs> thing happening in my Scrooge. voice <laughs> and the writer of our show Scrooge. um so this is the story of streaming. <laughs> um, this is uh, the streaming app where we look back at the year in TV shows that I did not partake in, but super producer Anna Hosnier is always on this shit and uh, telling me why I'm a fool for uh, watching. I, I tend to, if I have a free moment, I will watch a film instead of a uh, streaming show because streaming shows take longer uh, 
a lot of people complain about movies being too long. Have you seen these fucking streaming shows, man? Since it take like fucking 13 dang hours some freaking times. Anyways, uh, but hmm. there's a lot of a lot of fun stuff TV can do that streaming cannot. And so, Anna, I will turn it over to you. Uh, what happened this year in streaming? Um, I would say we had a lot of great shows come out this year. I would say we had a lot of great shows end this year as well. So, Ooh. you know, we're we're in a bit of a, a a renaissance of the TV era, which you know could mean anything. That literally means anything. It, it could also mean nothing at the same time. Isn't it incredible how like you can just say whatever you want? Anyway, um, <laughs> I so I actually want to go through my list of just great shows that ended this year and then we can maybe talk about what you didn't watch which is everything yeah basically everything except for uh succession have you guys seen succession have you heard about well, this i thing? want to talk about succession because Whoa. you know everyone said season three or no excuse me season four was it started off so slow and then we hit episode three and i i just want to say episode three of succession season four which was the last season was a um a real a feat in television making i i gotta say it was one long sort of consecutive shot for the most part uh or at least how it was presented in the edit but it was a devastating episode i'm not going to spoil it if you guys haven't seen it but season season four episode three is i think the pin pinnacle yeah of television filmmaking hey guys incredible Fuck time off. Am I right? Or 2023. <laughs> uh, Fuck I off. think for most of time. Incredible television. <laughs> yeah. And also it ended. That was sad. Oh, God. I loved Succession. It was so fun. Oh, it was man. so fun until it fucking wasn't, dude. Yeah. They had us by the neck. And what did it say to us? What? Succession? <laughs> when it had us by the neck? It said, Fuck off. Okay, uh, we get it. <laughs> all right. You're, a, you're, you're a real me. Brian Cox. We get okay. All right. <laughs> I just, you know, I did an no, amazing no, no. spot ahead, on impression, and nobody said anything. Go ahead, say okay. it again. No, that's all right. I got it. Um, let's let's move on. I have some impressions of Barry's catchphrases. Uh, also, well, yeah. So, so Barry ended. I will say Barry is a completely different show from when it started to when it ended. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did watch this one too. Holy shit, man. <laughs> Was that the impression? <laughs> yeah, that was my impression. Like, what was that? <laughs> that, was, that was my impression of me watching it and saying, this is bleak. Oh, you said uh, bleak. They just bleak. said bleak. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's fun to say bleak in a high-pitched voice. To You know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I felt like the first season was relatively grounded, as grounded as you can be when uh, an assassin is trying to make it in Hollywood. And mm. then the show just kept getting weirder and weirder and more esoteric like he'd have these dream sequences on the beach and everything and then in a weird way the final episodes did go back to that grounding in a very dark way and i'm like oh i wasn't really on board with a lot of the dream sequences but i kind of wish we would go back because this is making me very very uncomfortable but it is like very prestige television from mm. yeah yes it's very, very uh, dark. Um, you know, it's the, interesting. I saw it more of like, what's his name? Uh, 
What's the name of the guy in Barry? Bill Hader? Barry? <laughs> Bill Hader, Barry, oh. <laughs> uh, was like, wait a second. This this could be Miami. <laughs> and then was just like, should we just like foot on the pedal? Like no looking back? Yeah. And then, you know, they were like, yeah, sure, whatever you want to do. Had he not uh, won an Emmy yet? Or this could be like his the Emmy to end all Emmys. Um, I think this was the the sort of Emmy to uh, like Oscar dream pipeline in a way. Because <laughs> he was like yeah. all of a sudden like, no, no, no. I'm a serious actor and director. I hope he Boom, directs a fil- film uh, soon because I feel like there's a lot of heat, a lot of anticipation around what he would do with a film. Um, I I just, I recently saw the Mr. Robot guys first film, I think, uh, which I think I remember there being a lot of anticipation around that one. And, uh, this one might as well not exist. (laughs) Like the (laughs) Mr. Robot guys. Sorry. Sorry to take it back to film. That was, that was the last, uh, episode we recorded, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like he would direct a really good action movie. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I agree with that. I think he would do a great job. I'll give some... Oh, you know what? Reservation Dogs also ended this year. I want to say the final season of Reservation Dogs was very beautifully done. If you haven't seen it, I really recommend checking it out. It was just so... It was just beautiful. You know, it also sort of departed from its original sort of format, I guess, if you will, which was a little bit more sort of like, look at these sort of kooky characters in this uh, reservation who are trying to make it and survive and and deal with what life has handed them and the experience of the Native American in this country. Uh, and then I would say the final season was more introspective than ever before. I thought it was just, like, really well done uh, looking at, like, the different characters and their lives and their backgrounds and how the older sort of elders of the group on the show came to be. And I thought they did a really great job of ending that show, even though, in my opinion, it shouldn't have ended, but... You know what this industry's like. I do. I actually watched a lot of TV this year. Now that I think about it, <laughs> for compared to what I thought heading into this episode, uh, you've got White Lotus. That happened this year, right? Season yeah. Two? Yes. Watch that shit. Count it. Swish from downtown. You watch the other two, which I also ended this two, year. Which ended this year. That and was sad. That was good though, man. That was. What a what a season! Sad that it ended. It yeah, good. yeah, that was. I would say season three of was it season three or or whatever. I can't remember. Was it four? I forget. But that final season of the other two was also a great feat in in television filmmaking because once again they were able to sort of do what they wanted while at the end of the show having a hit piece come out about them. So I mean, honestly, great job, great job all around. You get a hit piece. You put out an incredible uh, season of television. That's how you want to go your, out. Your season of television was so damn good that they were scared of you. They your season of television it. was <laughs> so damn good there were HR complaints, you know? <laughs> they were like, it's too fucking good, man. Yeah. Making Zaslav scared. Like, the creators fucking... are becoming the characters. The television, yeah. baby. Right. Yeah. Or they were just mean to people. But um, I don't know. Or maybe know. the show was know. so real that they themselves were the other two and thus the characters are manifest manifested from a very deep place of insecurity 
and why the show was so good and nailed every single aspect of being sort of like a a uh, sort of societal and industry reject. So anyway, your show is so good. I I stuck around and watched you guys get interviewed and talk about the show after every <laughs> episode. Uh, and so therefore, I cannot believe you would be mean to people and love you. Lo love oh, no, I believe show. it. That's why the show was so good. It's because they were just playing themselves. Mm. But it wasn't they the were just writing the themselves. Actors. It wasn't the actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the No, but if you look at photos of the creators, you're like, this is just them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. All right. Um, what are what are the other ones? Like the idol was a big story this year mm -hmm. for just being offensive and bad. But what, well, here's what did the you... thing, though. Like, how bad was it really? Because, you know, the weekend did donate a bunch of mon money to Gaza. So I'm now here being like, I don't know. Maybe the idol <laughs> like, was good. Actually, I'm not actually here to complain <laughs> about that. It was the idol. <laughs> what am I mad at? I watched it. I was definitely like, holy shit, what is happening on screen? It kept my attention. So you know what? Idol, you're back, baby. <laughs> I'm willing to go back. I'm willing to go try it. I was in. I'm not mad at it. Maybe pro. I don't know. Also, I just want to give a quick shout out to How To With John Wilson, which ended. Oh, I thought that yeah. was a great ending for a show. I watched uh, for the first time the penis enlargement episode that obviously didn't come out this year, but uh, <laughs> oh no, that's <laughs> a different. Is that is that How To With John Wilson? Yes, I don't, I don't recall that episode, so it must so have been this year. That was just a pop-up ad on your browser. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> how Maybe to... you should tone it down a little. <laughs> uh it was it was the one that was like about furniture like where it's following people who keep their furniture in wrapped in plastic mm, yeah how to cover your furniture how to with john wilson and then it takes a turn into a guy who's like obsessed with uh penis enlargement and then you're just seeing him laying <laughs> laying on his bed with uh, a weird <laughs> strap fuck? on his penis um no yeah. It's that show really of, takes you places. It really takes you <laughs> yeah. places. Like, holy shit. How to with John Wilson is an incredible work of art. It really is. And like when he's at the Emmys and he's not even on the list for the uh, <laughs> HBO after party, even though his name is literally like on his show. Incredible stuff. Like the absolute disrespect for that show. Yeah, that's insane. Good for him. He created incredible television. They couldn't handle the truth. <laughs> so loved it as a father of children uh, i gotta give a shout out to bluey which continues to be great i don't even know if they had a new episodes <laughs> 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 this is uh you know it's relevant i think bluey i think they great. just dropped some new i episodes. mean i've heard wonderful things <clears throat> about bluey bluey fucking rules it's you can watch it with your kids and they don't like like a lot of the shit that they watch they they're just like a little bit worse after you watch it with them. You're like, oh, your soul has like been corrupted by whatever you just watched. And then Bluey, it's like just... Like Paw Patrol? Paw Patrol, yeah. Very bad. They, I was, Paw I was Patrol say Caillou. loves cops. Or Caillou. I'm not, On we're a not, side note. We're not a Caillou family. Had to, had to pet sit a dog named Caillou over the holiday. <laughs> But the family spelt it um, C-A-Y-O-U with an accent over the U. So interesting choice was made there. Anna, what, what are some other uh, shows from this year that, that you feel like people might have missed? 
Yeah, some shows that uh, haven't aired Not in a me, minute. because I watch everything. But, <laughs> right. You know, other people. They haven't aired in a minute, so you may have forgotten about them. But like, yellow, or uh, excuse me, White Lotus, like you said before, Yellow Jackets, um, Queen mm. Charlotte, if you're a sort of a, a horny Shondaland fan. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, you that know. was the queen from the uh, Bridgerton, other. yes. Bridgerton, yes, yes. Yeah. She was hot. That was That's interesting. Cool. Uh, some other. Oh, remember beef? Yes, I mean that very hard. Yeah, beef got buried hard, unfortunately, due to the the controversy of it all. Yeah, Yeah. which is unfortunate because I did really enjoy that show, but you know, yeah, I felt very conflicted watching it because I I did really enjoy it, but I felt like the cloud of David Show could not not ruin it for me so they did in a way curse themselves by casting david cho but yeah what do you know hey you know what you make your choices um all right let's take a quick break and we'll come back and continue to talk about shows uh that took the streaming world by storm we'll be right back Zeitgang gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers in line and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, how to bustling retail business and i need you know maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street take credit card payments whatever and i know shopify is easy to use half the time i buy something online i'm like oh yep they're using shopify and if you need to learn more check out their website it's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or again looking for hardware to make sales easier shopify.com has all of that just go there check it out so sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash tdz all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six x visit tomboyx.com you like to watch new stuff right Zygang? i know i do well go to hulu and see what's new because hulu has new stuff all the time like vanderpump villa the new docudrama starring lisa vanderpump Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and 
Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. And we're back. And we are thrilled to be joined by our resident suits expert, super producer, Becca Ramos. Yes, suits! Did you watch suits? Remind me, did you watch suits when it was first on? Yes. Okay, so... I, my TV journey is that I think I used to watch a lot of TV when I was younger. And now I kind of share the same opinion as Jack is that if I'm going to have time for something, I'm going to watch a movie. I'm not going to watch a TV because I think I get overwhelmed by there's so much TV now with streaming and like there's a zillion seasons and things are super long and binging and it just, it's, it's too much. And I, I just need, if I'm going to watch TV, I'm zoning out. I'm watching a syndicated television. I'm watching House. I'm watching Suits. I'm watching Law and Order SVU. Okay? You can catch me watching Station 19. I, if it is syndicated, I'm watching it. And or I am watching reality TV. So when Suits came back into popular demand, what was it, the summer, I think, on Netflix? Because it dropped on Netflix. I rewatched that bad boy. And I was like, this shit is wild. I came on to TDZ. I remember to talk about it. It was fun. I actually kind of did give up on it a little bit quickly in because I just felt like the tension between Mike and um, our, yeah, I was like our Duchess, Meghan Markle. The people's queen. Yeah. Our people's queen. Um, I felt like it was too much for me. I was like, I just hate that they're fighting and I stopped watching <laughs> because he was, yeah. I think I quit right after she was mad that he he wouldn't cheat for her on her LSAT or her whatever law exam. Mm. Yeah. That tracks based on the 15 second trailer that I saw over and over every time I turned on Netflix. They she were was like, like, you're you the really guy. might want to try out suits. I think you're going to like suits. <laughs> yeah, but that seemed to be like there's a nonlinear thing happening where it's like not only are people like not watching whatever is on TV at the moment like on cable tv or linear tv people aren't watching things that came out this year like the number one show seemed to be suits every time i looked at the ratings um and yeah i, I talked before about how that dinosaur show that came out last year that was like a david attenborough uh show it came out on apple tv and it just like didn't exist because it came out on apple tv they're just like no wait, what shut the fuck <laughs> up no nobody like that, then Netflix did the basically the exact same thing, used a David Attenborough like production team, but gave the voiceover work to Morgan Freeman. It was like a competing project, and it like the New Yorker wrote a profile on it. It was like this massive hit because it was on Netflix. So it's just I feel like being on Netflix give is giving shows like a whole second win. Life. It's like yeah. It's like that. Oh, your show doesn't really exist until it comes out on Netflix. I feel like it's been like that for a while, though. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Netflix because what they'll do is just like serve it up in that new. I think they rechange their. I don't know what to call it. Their homepage. Um, yeah, I think they changed out the format of their homepage recently, the way it serves you things. So then it's just like 
yeah, you got to watch Suits, even though pff, the show super old. 2007, right. you got to watch yeah. Suits. Uh, and I don't feel like Hulu, you get that as much, but maybe because I'm watching SVU right now, I've been getting a lot of ads on Hulu specifically. It's like, you want to check out CSI New York? <laughs> I'm like, you know that really old show, CSI New York? Yeah. Watch that. It's now on Hulu. Our so. numbers say you do. So we're <laughs> going like, to. You're just... not wrong. Yeah. Um, God damn, they're really. It's hard to find the Nielsen ratings for like the most streamed shows of the year. I know. I was trying I to was... find something before we got on. And even if it was like Rotten Tomatoes or something, but it just kept giving me premiere dates like of episodes or shows. And I was like, no, I'm looking for like what were the top shows this year? Because does Nielsen track like streamers like Netflix and it does. Max? I think they do really? now, yeah. It oh. does, but they're like keeping it a secret or something. Yeah, that's weird. Like, fucking wild. Uh, yeah. I mean, there anyway. were when I was looking up what TV shows were this year for this episode, there were so many shows I'd never heard of. And then there were also <laughs> like shows I'd watched half of that I'd completely forgotten. Like, I yep. honestly like forgot I'd watched them until I saw it today <laughs> Googling it. Like, that Seth Rogen show that was on Apple, yeah. Platonic. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, actually, I, I have a list of great. Of I, I have a yeah. list of great Apple TV shows that were slept on. Yeah, it was a good show. I just like forgot about it because I never turn on Apple TV. This whole streaming world like makes no sense. Uh, Bluey is at number one as we speak, and but it's like, like hasn't released new episodes. And forever, it's just people are like, I don't know. They're at home with their kids. It's just like, it's not a Suits is continuing to be in the top 10. They haven't released episodes in seven years. It just, uh, it's not a event-based thing anymore, which seems like it sucks. Like, it seems like yeah. it sucks for the industry. And they should be, I'm not saying they should like bury the shows that people actually want to watch. And I'm sure that's like more cost effective. But it does feel like you would want to like make shows coming out and being watched by a bunch of people uh, an event that people like paid attention to and like marketed but instead they're just it's all kind of in this weird between area where it's like yeah well if it comes back out on netflix or like it hits the netflix algorithm again uh it will kick back up i feel like they do that for things that they could turn into like an amusement park like i know last <laughs> of us got so much shit and just yeah. recently in like halloween horror nights there was a last of us maze yeah. i don't know how you could do like a horror maze of beef or something you know or the <laughs> rehearsal it just doesn't fit that way and therefore they can't market it in that way the beef needs to like turn into a fast and furious style thing where it's just like <laughs> road rage the tv show road rage the ride <laughs> That's true. The Last of Us was huge. That was a huge show this year. Yeah, that was. Was that huge. this year? Yeah, that was yeah. this year. Yeah, that can't be true. You guys are all wrong. Because it was in the summer. I remember because um, my partner's sister was staying with us this summer, and she was loving or not. She's a big fan of the show. She was checking in every week. Huh. I'm uh, gonna continue to not believe you, uh, Anna. <laughs> you said that Apple TV had some had some hits that people are sleeping on. Yeah, I mean, I thought so. Like uh, Jam said, Platonic. Then there was Shrinking. The big, the big door prize was really fun. That's um, just a random assortment of words. That's not, <laughs> that's not a uh, show. Hello Tomorrow. 
What is uh, the big door prize? Sorry. I literally was Googling it. The Crusoe Dowd show yeah. that was like really interesting, kind of sci-fi, but also like really funny and well written. I really enjoyed it. So it's like, because that I thought that was going to be a game show, but instead it's like, is it about a game show? No, it's about this like machine that shows up in this small town and oh. it like the machine if you put your information in it it prints your like destiny and so it like throws this small town for a loop because all these different people learn like what their destinies are and and it's a very interesting show i really enjoyed it that sounds great uh, and truly okay. i can't believe it exists that's so weird yeah that, that yeah that's what i'm telling you there's a lot of great apple tv shows that were slept on uh are they doing it on in- purpose they just like don't want people to see- I don't so know, but weird. Apple TV does... No, I think does... people just don't have Apple TV. Yeah, right. I think A, people don't have Apple TV. I'm very intrigued by this trailer just because I feel like every trailer for an Apple TV show looks the same, no? Like, am I... Like, yeah, they have, they have this... like a house style. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I'm sure is part of Apple's branding, but I just realized how like formulaic these trailers are looking coming out of Apple TV. It's a lot of people on nice couches FaceTiming other people. <laughs> Well, it's like the camera angles and the coloring. Because uh, I was watching this one on mute when, as we were talking. Um, and I'm like, it reminded me of the Midnight Shyamalan show that was on Apple TV too. Even though that's like a wildly different genre. Yeah, oh, yeah I watched that show too. Which one? I don't remember what it was called. Uh, but it was like servant? that baby that was like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Servant. Oof. Mm-hmm. That was weird. <laughs> Severance didn't come out this year, right? What? No, no, no. Okay, but like that might as well have come out this year if The Last of Us came out. Which, again, <laughs> I don't believe that it did, but like if you know, fucking. I might feel as well. like the only thing I finished this year was Netflix's House of Usher. I okay. Oh yeah. Mean, the Has fall anyone... of the House of Usher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fall of the, the House prequel, of Usher. just the House of Usher. <laughs> just the House of Usher. <laughs> yes, the fall of the House of Usher. The Mike Flanagan, um, I, I don't thriller horror thriller he has done it like the past few years he's had like four i think with netflix now but i felt like it was kind of mid in comparison to his other i love a mike flanagan project but i felt what like in comparison did he, he did uh the haunting of hill house the haunting of Bly manor um uh. he did midnight mass uh i think he did this other one that's like um I don't know, it was more of like a, a kids thriller or not kids team midnight club oh yeah. yes midnight club i the was like YA it was another version. midnight yeah <laughs> it all has to be named after like a house of some sort or Literally. like a building but i feel like haunting a hill house will always be the best like i feel like it was top tier it was n- like story element script acting it was like the best of the best of all of the pieces i feel like it was the most intense in terms of like connection and it felt very like vibrant and sad but the rest of them have been kind of like up and down campy they're all fun and enjoy and if you love like a halloweeny spooky thriller type of thing all a fun watch but i felt like this one kind of fell flat if you're thinking of like haunting of hell house and midnight mass to me were his top two but that's the only project i didn't i don't even think i finished beef i didn't finish bear i didn't finish daisy jones and the six even though i enjoyed all those things i got overwhelmed um yeah, it's the only TV scripted TV. I watched a lot of unscripted television this year. American Horror Story. I watched Kim, Kim Kardashian's American Horror Story. That was Kim Kardashian's fun. 
I think she kind of ate, not gonna lie, but don't like that she was a scab for it. So had to reevaluate myself after realizing that when I was watching it. Wow. I know. I didn't know until I was like halfway through the season. So then I stopped watching. All right. Let's do one more break and we'll come back and give our final thoughts on the year and streaming. We'll be right back. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back. And Anna, do you have like a top three shows of the year that you want to shout out that you feel like people oh, need to? Oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, my it top sounds three. like you don't. <laughs> no, I do, please. It's, it's literally me. Have you met me? Yeah. No question. Have you met me? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So then how dare you ever question that I would have a top three shows I would recommend. <laughs> Top shows of the year, I would say one, Jury Duty. Yeah. Incredible television. Fuck, I forgot that came out this year. What a blast. Oh, <laughs> a joy. A joy. Um, I also I would love to give some love to Righteous Gemstones. They're not doing it like they do it on Righteous Gemstones, let me tell you. Who's not doing it? Like they do it. Anyone. Like no, the, okay. point no one no one's doing it like uh Danny McBride is doing it. 
Facts. And I don't just say that because I like work with Adam Devine all the time because I would say like he's fine in the show. Like it's all <laughs> about like Judy, Judy Gemstone. Let's give some love to our girl, Edie Patterson. Judy and BJ like that the show are two I'd of really the love. best characters of all time. Oh, and I've never sure. tuned into it. As oh, you would from love the it. South and loves comedy. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a great show. And then I, you know, of course, I have to give absolute love to Abbott Elementary. Uh, yeah, one hundred great television, great television. So great top three, <clears throat> those are my top three right now. And then you know, just some quick, uh, quick love to the Curse, the Bear, uh, Ahsoka, this fool, only murders in the building, Monarch, that monster show. Uh, actually, I've enjoyed the Buccaneers. If you want a sort of a Bridgerton adjacent style show, look, there's so much great television out there. You know. Mm. you could be watching if you weren't jack <laughs> you know i actually ended up watching more than i thought i watched the bear uh which i enjoyed jury duty uh jury duty and the bear probably near the top of my list and yeah let's go with uh come back to me for the third one <laughs> anybody else anyone want to call out a show was it oh and the season three of the other two Oh, the other two. Always incredible. Yeah. Oh, uh, Succession. Let's throw Succession in there instead of the bear. Hmm. I, I would uh, like to give a shout out to the new Scott Pilgrim show. I don't know if anyone... I've heard really good things. Yeah, it's great. It's I've heard from a lot of people that didn't watch it because they thought it was just going to be like a remake of the That's literally why story. I didn't watch it. Yeah, but it's <laughs> so different and uh, it's really interesting. It's not quite a remake it's not quite a sequel it's kind of a, a reimagining but there's like a narrative reason behind that and uh yeah it's basically it's also just an interesting thing because it's clearly they went back to uh brian lee o'malley who wrote the the original comics and it's you know it's the product of like when you ask a guy who's older now to go back and work on the story that he wrote when he was, you know, in his twenties or however old he was, it's, you're not going to have the same perspective on that. And I think it was actually a really interesting show as a result. I'm definitely going to check that out then. Yeah. Cause yeah. I love the original Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it, you should definitely check it out. It's great. And yeah, like, uh, Anna said, the curse is, uh, is very, Good. I actually well. saw the beginning of it in the in a theater and seeing it with an audience just like <laughs> like literally cringing in their seats going oh like <laughs> audibly reacting to the the discomfort was uh, was pretty special. I can imagine I know the scene where you could feel how uncomfortable everyone was yeah. <laughs> in that episode so um I'm the opposite of Jack. I realized that I watched almost no television this year. All of my mm. picks were like Better Call Saul, which came out last year. <laughs> and then the rehearsal, which also came out last year. Um, mm. So I'll just give a shout out to The Curse also. because Oh, and Fargo. Fargo is back this year. And I didn't really like last season, but it's really coming back pretty hard. Is it? I yeah. go so in and out with Fargo because I'm like, what are we doing here? Are you good this season or are you not good this season? Make up your mind. <laughs> it um it feels like it's going back to its roots and especially okay, it like the first shot is the definition of what Minnesota nice is. And so they're really leaning in hard with 
the extreme violence mixed with the aw heck of it all, you know? So, yeah. So I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm a little behind and not to spoil, but there is like an R rated version of home alone just in the middle of the series. So it's pretty fantastic. Oh, is that what that like clip of like Macaulay Culkin that goes viral is about? No, I don't oh. know. It's not. It's just like it's somebody. Is that literally Home Alone? Okay, I was. No, like, it's just somebody defending their like house a... with violence. Yeah, it is like yeah. a bunch of like traps, but they show what the real world effects would have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In it. And it's pretty. It's pretty special. I love it. <laughs> yeah, every once in a while, like a some like guy in the middle of nowhere will Home Alone his house, but with like real weapons, and it's. <laughs> Frequently a disaster. <laughs> oh, and Poker Face came out this year too. I wanted to mention Poker Did Face. Did Poker Face come out this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Been a long year. Poker Face was a lot of fun. One of my favorite first episodes of a show, like first couple episodes of the show, are really great. Great performance. Great. We talked about uh, how Columbo was getting a lot of flowers from people this year. Um, and this show felt specifically like indebted to Columbo in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, Poker Face is awesome. Did people watch Columbo this year? That that was a thing that happened, right? I'm not making that up. Yeah, we, but I didn't know anyone else did. <laughs> I yeah, I heard me. a lot of people talking, like there was a thing where someone was talking about how they're the family tree of like the best TV writing that ever happened. Like you can trace it all back to Columbo. Like it all... Like all the people who made the greatest prestige TV of all time were people who either worked on Columbo or worked for people who worked on Columbo. Uh, and because they all quit because Peter Falk was a maniac and <laughs> went to work on different shows. I think he was. You know, I think he was very controlling of the character. And uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, that was my favorite TV of the year. Was by far uh, watching DVDs of Columbo with my son when we all had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and he wasn't wasn't able to sleep. So it's like, sure, you can watch this with us. So we all watch Columbo, and uh, yeah, because I was like, I, I guess it's appropriate for kids. There, you know, there's no blood <laughs> or swearing, and yeah, it was great. That's gonna be the number one show of 2024, Columbo. It's gonna <laughs> like hit Netflix, baby. and people are gonna be like, Have you guys seen this fucking thing, <laughs> Columbo? Um, all right, Anna, any final words before we? Yeah, you know, I uh, really enjoyed television and I'm excited to see what's next year because with the uh, strikes, anything can happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. That is going to do it for this episode. We've got uh, another year ender coming tomorrow and then back the following day. Uh, with an all-new episode of the Daily Zeitgeist. Uh, So we'll talk to you all then, and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. 
Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com.